Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org slash notes. Today on The Believer's Voice of Victory, Kenneth Copeland teaches how the blessing of God comes on you. Follow His Word and do His commandments so you can live healed, be prosperous, and protected. Now here is Kenneth. Let's go now right on over here to the 30th chapter, 19th verse. Now here's God. And you know, He literally did this. There are two mountains there. Greg, you can probably explain this better than I can, but there, there are two mountains, and God had them go up on those mountains and write in stones. The curse on one mountain is kind of like skywriting before you had airplanes, you understand? <laughs> I'll tell you a little story about that in a minute. And, and, and then over here it was the blessing on those mountains. And they stand there and look at both of them. All of Israel stand there looking at these mountains. Did I get that right? So, so now, listen to what he said. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. You don't have any excuse. I mean, I got it out here for everybody to see. I place before you life and death and blessing and cursing. Now choose life, dumb dumb. <laughs> you really need help with this? <laughs> I mean, God, look what he's saying. He's not threatening you. They're going to come on you. No, no. He said, listen, I'm placing before you. I'm placing before you life and blessing. Choose that. Don't go that. Let that other mountain alone. Why? Because the blessing's over here. The Garden of Eden for your life. Is here. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't preach myself plumb happy. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Therefore, you is the understood subject of the sentence. Therefore, you choose life that both you and your seed may live, that you may love the Lord thy God, and thou mayest obey his voice. Well, if you're going to obey his voice, you're going to have to be able to hear his voice. So what is he saying? He's saying, I'll talk to you if you come over here. <laughs> Don't you love it? That you may cleave unto him, for he is your life and the length of your days, that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and to Jacob, and to Jesus. 
and through him we're in that list. This is true today. It's more true today than it was back there then. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Now, what thrills me, I was reading this one day and I couldn't get away from it. I just kept looking at it, reading it. And I heard the Lord say so plain. He said, Kenneth, don't you understand what you're seeing there? He said, son, I've already made my choice. That's the reason I'm telling you to choose life and choose me. He said, I've already made my choice, boy. I have chosen already you. I've chosen you. I'm telling you, I receive you. I'm telling you, I'll talk to you. I'm, te I'm telling you, I'll fulfill the length of your days. So see, he decided that before he ever said anything to you about this. That's the reason, that's the reason it's so big. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's shouting time at Eagle Mountain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And any time, see, God doesn't just leave things hanging out with loose ends out here. Anytime you see where it says the length of your days, that is based on Genesis 6, 3, 120 years. With long life, he'll satisfy you and show you his salvation. That's based on 120 years. Because if it wasn't, then anybody could just figure out in their own mind what they consider long life is. But God is telling you that he's available. Amen. And he made a statement. The days of man shall be 120 years. Well, I'm going for it. And it had, in just the few years that, that Gloria and I really took hold of this a few years ago, it, it has been, a, it's, it's particularly in, in, in me, physically and, and mentally, it's, it's been a big thing to me. That, and, and the Lord said, that's just as much my word as by my stripes you were healed. And he said, this has a great deal to do with your continuing good health. When you believe for that. Amen. So let's go back here. Whew, I got so excited, I lost my place. <laughs> Glory, help me, Lord. Thank you, Lord. How much, where are we, Tim? All right. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, let's, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Now, let's talk about this curse. In the 14th verse of Deuteronomy 28, 13th verse said, The Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. You'll be above only and not be beneath. If you hearken to the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee to do this day, to observe and to do them. Well, Every time you read that, it reads like this. If you will hearken unto the commandment of love, walk in it, stay in it. See, he's made us a way. Not only did he give us the commandment of love and the love to go with it, to walk in it, he established a way through the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin, 
He established a way for you to stay in it. Stay in it. Don't get out of it. Repent. Be quick to repent. Amen. So, and we'll, here again, we'll talk about that in just a moment. Now, verse 14, And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day, the right hand or the left hand, to go after other gods to serve them. But it shall come to pass, if you will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, to do all His commandments and statutes this day, if you just absolutely refuse to walk in love and you, you, you're rebellious at heart, the Scripture says rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. What is witchcraft? Witchcraft is spiritual adultery. That is committing adultery on God. So now, you just hard-headed here, and you just won't do it. I want you to notice that verse 15 is the verse is formed, the, the language is formed the same way as verse 1 was concerning the blessing. These blessings will come on you and overtake you. Look at it. It'll come to pass. See, now that's the same way that other verse said, wasn't it? It will come to pass. If you listen to God and do what He says, the blessing will come to pass. This is spiritual law. It will come to pass. It will come to pass if you will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and do all His commandments and His statutes which I command thee this day. All these curses shall come on you and overtake you. See, the moment Adam sinned, this curse came through the entire earth. Now listen, listen to me carefully. The curse, God blessed Adam when he fell he was disconnected from God and connected to the spirit of darkness, Satan himself. Their spirit would join. He had been connected to God through faith, but now that faith, he died spiritually. What is spiritual death? Being separated from God. And when he died, Spiritually, that faith turned to fear and connected with Satan. The curse came all over this earth. What had been all over this earth? What did God tell Adam when he blessed him? Subdue the earth and have dominion over it. How? With the blessing. So now the curse came out of him. The blessing came out of Adam and was over the whole 
earth. Now that blessing is inverted, and now it's a curse. The curse on this planet came out of Adam. And Satan now had control of it. That's the only way he could have obtained control of it. It had to be given to him. Remember what he said to Jesus? Showed him all the kingdoms and the glory of it all and said, it is mine. It has been given to me and I give it to whomever I will. Well, if that had been a lie, it wouldn't have been a temptation. But it was a temptation. Amen. Now, I wanted you to see this because as you begin to flow here, curse shall be in the city, curse shall be in the field, curse shall be the basket and store, curse shall be the fruit of your body, first the fruit of your land. Curse shall be the increase of your kind. Your oxen are going to die. Your horses are going to die. They're not going to live long. Your old John Deere is going to break down. You can't get parts for it. So your farm's coming apart. If you're in the computer business, then the increase of your kind would be the, the equipment to run that computer business. But if it's cursed, guess what's going to happen to your computer business? When God's power is in motion, let, let's, let's see. Now, you and I, we're going to walk together here, Mr. Petty, and the power of God is around us. Yes, but you're following me. You're doing what I say. And the force of God is going here. But you decide you're not going to do this anymore. You're going to oppose me. I'm, all I'm doing is I'm just continuing to walk. So what was a blessing in clearing out the way has become now something's going to run all over you. All you need to do is turn around and we do this thing together. Can you see, you see, you can sit down. Good job, Brother Petty. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It, the blessing doesn't go away, and then the curse comes from somewhere else. No, no. It's already here. Amen. Amen. It's here. Amen. I believe that. When you come then to words like this, verse 22, and the Lord shall smite thee with a consumption, that's tuberculosis, fever, inflammation, extreme burning, the sword and so forth. And just to, just to cut across and make a shortcut, verse 61, every sickness and every plague which is not written in this book of the law, them shall the Lord bring upon you till you be destroyed. So the curse is threefold. Number one, spiritual death. Number two, sickness. Number three, poverty and, de and debt. So the blessing is threefold. 
Jesus is the Savior, Jesus is the healer, and Jesus is our Melchizedek. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, I'd like to get over there and run a while, but I'm, right now I'm, I'm over here. So, but what about this? Now, is God smiting people? Now, we, you and I here in, in this congregation, we've, we've had the privilege to study this for a long time, and, and we know that He doesn't. God's not making people sick. In fact, if He was going to make somebody sick, where would He get it? <coughs> Jesus healed all that were oppressed of the devil. Sickness and disease came into this place after sin. Nobody sinned and died until Adam sinned and died. There wasn't any sin and death till he sinned and died. Otherwise, what day did God create cancer? What day did he create leukemia? Huh? He didn't. He didn't have anything to do with that. So it couldn't be his will. And besides that, will everybody in here agree that there's no sickness in heaven? That there's no poverty in heaven? Huh? Well, now, if it was the will of God, there'd be some there. Because the heaven is his will. Then Jesus said, pray, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Glory to God. Now that, to, for me, that settled the question. That and one other place, the leper came to Jesus and said, I believe you can, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus answered the question for every man for all time. I will. Now, if he told that man, I will, then he would, he's saying the same thing. He never changes yesterday, today, and forever. He's never a respecter of persons. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes. And besides that, he said, I came to do the will of my father. He never told anybody to wait. Everybody that came to him for healing, he healed every one of them without fail. He never told them no. He never told them to wait. Now, there were people that did not get healed in his ministry, but it was because of their unbelief, not because he wasn't willing, because there in his own hometown, he laid hands on some of them anyway. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now then, I, I really, on what day, what day are we in? What day is this, Tim? <laughs> Hello, Thursday. All right. <laughs> let's, let's deal with this about who's doing the smiting here. Now, God is the judge. He is the righteous judge. And he pronounced judgment when he said, if you do this, the blessing will come on you. But if you do this, the curse is going to come on you. He didn't say, I'm going to put it on you. But now see, he just passed judgment. 
So judgment is a function of seed time and harvest. What you keep sowing is what you're going to reap. And you keep sowing the seeds of disobedience and, and without repenting, sweetheart, it's coming. Amen? I mean, the devil's coming. Now, look in the 12th chapter of the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 12. Verse 3, Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth month day of the month they shall take to them every man a lamb. And then he gives them instructions of what to do about that lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You take it from the sheep and, and so forth and so on. And you will take of the blood and strike it on the two sides of the post and the upper door post of the house wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh that night, roast with fire, unleavened bread, with bitter herbs. They shall eat it, eat of it raw, not raw nor sodden at all with water, and so forth. Then, now notice, thus shall ye eat it with your loins girded. So they're eating this thing in faith. They're dressed, packed, and ready to go. Now something big happened right here. With your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, your staff in your hand, eat it in a hurry. It's the Lord's Supper. And, and they left without a feeble one among them. Right there is where they all got healed. They ate the body of the Lamb. Yes, glory. Glory. Oh, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Amen. But I want you to notice now. Look, 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 look. Verse 13. When I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Well, now, wait a minute. It's it said again, he's going to smite. Well, let's go down for the sake of time. Let's, let's go down. Uh, verse 22, you take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that's in the basin, strike the lintel and the two side posts and blood that's on the, and so well, none of you should go out the door of his house until morning. Now, if you, hadn't, if you didn't obey that, you go outside, you're going to die. Now look, the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptian, and when he seeth the blood on the lintel and on the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come into your house and smite you. So God actually was not doing the smiting. The destroyer's doing the smiting. And if you'll look in the, in the third chapter, uh, or excuse me, if you look in the book of Malachi 3.10, and the, the promise to the tither is that he will rebuke the destroyer Hallelujah. for your sake. The poverty curse destroyer. The one that destroys your crops in the field. 
Can you see it? We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.